Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Creative Kindergarten Podcast. My name is Amanda, and I'm an early childhood educator in Ontario, Canada. And this podcast is where I talk about all things kindergarten, and I just, you know, pick a topic for the week and then just start discussing my thoughts and ideas around it. Um, last week's episode, I just didn't get done. Um, I don't know where the time went last weekend, but I feel like it just got away from me. And next thing I knew it was Monday and I still hadn't recorded my podcast episode and I was exhausted after working all day. So, um, yeah, I just took a week off. I do that every once in a while when, you know, I'm just not, you know, inspired or motivated to do a podcast. Like, I don't think I need to push myself to do an episode if I'm not feeling up to it that week. So yeah, last week I just took a break and this week I am back at it and I am excited to talk to you about um, some of the stuff I've been thinking about over the past couple weeks. But before I get started, I'm just going to let you know that it is a beautiful summer day outside with a gorgeous breeze. So I have the windows open in my little office here. And um, obviously it's such a nice day. There are kids playing outside and you know, the wind is blowing. And so if there's a little bit of background noise, I apologize. I do have a microphone that should be able to cancel that out. But just in case, I want to make sure that um, I apologize for that. But uh, yeah, it is really nice out and I just can't bring myself to close the windows right now. So there just might be a little bit of that background noise. So yeah, this week's episode is going to be a little bit of me talking about some of the things I'm looking forward to doing over the summer um, professional development wise. Uh, I like to think ahead a little bit and I don't know if this is just um, too early for some people um, that are not yet maybe finished the school year. In Ontario here, we go right up until the end of June. So we still have like a good month left of school. And um, yeah, it might seem like a really long ways away, but I know that the I like to prepare myself a little bit for the professional development that I want to do over the summer for myself. So I thought I would discuss a little bit about that and a little bit of the things that I will be doing. So I hope that you... Um, you know, come along this journey with me, maybe start thinking about your own professional development, or maybe you haven't started thinking about it, or, you know, you want to start thinking about it, or you don't want to yet. And you can come back and listen to this podcast episode a little bit later on, if that's what you would prefer to do. That's okay as well. But uh, yeah, that's what I'll be talking about a little bit today. And uh, yeah, let's jump right into it. So the first thing I wanted to uh, just talk about briefly is, you know, um, professional development goals in general. I have a whole podcast episode, I think, about how I set my professional development goals. I will link that in the show notes for you in case you want to have a listen to it. If you're an early childhood educator in Ontario, um, we have a program that's called Continuous Professional Learning, or CPL. That's like, I think, a two-year cycle about setting professional goals for ourselves and then working towards those professional goals. And basically we just have to, um, like record the different ways that we are accomplishing our professional development goals. So that is just part of the profession of being an early childhood educator like I am. And I feel like in the past couple of years, especially, I've been really conscious about setting those goals. Whereas in the past, I feel like kindergarten was just so overwhelming it was like this monolith of like information that I needed to learn so basically any professional development I was like yes give it give it give it give me anything and everything right now I just need to learn everything because you know there's just so much to do and now that I've been doing it for a while I do feel 
like I can set really specific professional development goals for myself and really lean into those. And so, yeah, if that you want to hear more about that whole process, I will put a link in the show notes for you about professional development. But I started to think about what my goals will be um, for PD over the summer because I feel like that's like the perfect time. I will, you know, tell you that I do not have children and my husband still works through the summer. So you can imagine that a lot of the time I especially... Last year and this year, because of COVID-19 lockdowns, I don't know how restricted we will be this year with COVID during the summer here in Ontario. I hope we will have a little bit more freedom than last year, but you know, I do have a lot of time usually by myself on my hands during the summer months. So I do set some like goals for myself and I do allow myself some time to work through those goals. So, you know, um, everybody is in their different in different seasons of their life. I think that's the saying. So if you are not able to like, you know, commit as much time as I or as other people to professional development, that doesn't reflect on your practice. That just reflects on the season of life that you are in. And, you know, if you have kids that you have to take care of all summer, your professional development goals are going to be much different than my professional development goals or somebody else's professional development goals. And that's OK. I'm just talking about um what I want to get done or want to um, focus on, I guess would be more appropriate wording for that. I I just want to talk a little bit about what I will be focusing on over the summer months. Um, so last year, especially with the move to virtual and distance learning, I know I knew last year that there was going to be a lot of back and forth with distance learning. So teaching online, teaching in person, you know, um, virtual school, in-person school, like all of those different like formats for teaching. I really wanted to make sure that I was comfortable with using technology in the in the classroom to teach kindergarten students, which is not super easy and accomplished very easily. So I wanted to make sure that I was doing everything possible. So last year I did the conference uh, called Teach With Tech and this isn't an ad for them. I'm not even affiliated with them at all. I paid for my ticket to go. So I did the Teach With Tech conference last year and I found that even though not every single one of the speakers and every single one of the like um, topics that was covered during the conference was appropriate for kindergarten, I still felt like I learned a lot. Like I was able to take away a lot from the different conferences. And even if it wasn't kindergarten specific, I was still able to keep it in the back of my mind in order to like um, transfer that into the kindergarten space. So I decided that this year I was going to do it the Teach With Tech conference again, because I do think um, it is important, uh, even in the classroom, I still use a lot of technology to teach my students. I love using technology to make my teaching life easier, you know, to get our um, lessons more engaging and things like that. So I definitely wanted to do it again this year. So I did sign up for that. I can't remember the dates for the conference. Um, if you're clicking in the background, that's me on my computer looking for the dates for you as I'm speaking to you. Um, but I did sign up for it again. So a lot, again, I don't think all of it will, you know, be kindergarten specific um, at all. But I do think there'll be enough uh, to be able to apply that to our kindergarten spaces. So I thought it would be a great idea to sign up for it. And of course, I cannot find um, the dates for it because I'm looking for it, obviously. Um, but yeah, so I'm really excited with it for the Teach with Tech conference. I think it's going to be really good. 
And so the um, sessions, and it says there's over 75 sessions, um, will become available on July 12th. And what I really like about this conference and what was really good about it last year as well is that they put all of the sessions online on July 12th, but they're still available to you all the way till October 30th. So if you're not able to like watch two or three days of a conference, like sometimes these conferences are like two, three days of like back-to-back speakers or whatever. If you're not able to commit that time, this conference has 75 sessions and you're able to watch them from July to October. So I think that's just like a really great, um, way to like do some PD, learn some new skills, but not have to like commit three days of your life to a computer that not everybody is able to do. So, um, that's the teach with tech conference. Again, I am not affiliated with them in any way. I paid for my ticket and, um, I'm really excited. Uh, again, 75 sessions. I feel like you'll be able to find something that is, um, going to be specific to you and, um, what you're doing with your students, either in person in the classroom next year or virtually in the classroom if you're teaching at a virtual school. So yeah, I think that that's like one of my PD goals is to keep up with all of the different technologies and things that, you know, have progressed over the past year. I'm sure there's going to be even more progress made with technology over the summer. They're constantly coming out with like new updates for like Google Meet or Google Slides or whatever technology that we're using. So I want to make sure I stay up to date with that so that um, I'm able to provide the best instruction possible next year. Even if I am in person, I still want to be up to date with that because I do use a lot of technology in my classroom as well. So that's my first thing is keeping up to date with tech. The next thing I want to deep dive into is more around um, literacy and teaching children to read and phonological awareness. So I feel like in the past, I have done a lot of things to teach phonological awareness and phonics. I've been very intentional with the phonics part. And um, when I first started teaching in kindergarten, we had the Jolly Phonics program in our classroom. And I feel like that was really a great uh, tool to help me develop the, the tools I needed in order to teach children in my classroom phonics. But the all the other skills of phonological awareness you know, we do segmentation all the time, like clapping out how many syllables you hear, not segmentation, syllable awareness. Um, we clapped out how many syllables you hear in a word, things like that. We talked about rhyming words, but I don't think I was as, well, I don't even think, I know I wasn't as intentional with all of those other skills as I would like to be in the future. So what I wanted to do over the summer is really hone in on those phonological awareness skills, like onset and rhyme and blending, segmenting, all of those things. I really really want to be able to learn about those different skills so I can be more intentional in my planning and explicit teaching of those skills. And I think the more comfortable an educator is with those different skills, the more you're able to embed it into your play-based learning environment. So if I am really comfortable with how to teach onset and rhyme to my students, all of a sudden in a play-based learning program where, you know, we're playing and we're using materials. Um, I'm able to weave that in to the learning that's happening throughout the day a lot better than if I don't have a really solid understanding of it. At least that's how I am as an educator. Like as soon as I become comfortable with something, I'm able to point it out to them. I'm able to make games. I'm able to, you know, 
direct their learning in that way. Like I'm very comfortable with a lot of math skills. So, you know, we're able to do patterning um, while we're playing with blocks or walking in the hallway. You know, I'm able to, um, you know, talk about 2D shapes and we're able to practice different um, self-regulation skills in the classroom space very easily because I feel like those ones I have a really solid understanding of. Whereas phonological awareness skills, I don't have as a deep knowledge and understanding as I would like to, and they don't come as naturally to me as an educator. So I really, this summer, want to intentionally focus on, on building my skills in that way. So all that to say that um, I'm looking into taking a few different um, courses. There's one called that was rec recommended to me by a coworker called Reading Rockets, and I've been doing it online. I've already started it. I've done the first couple of lessons online, um, and I want to take a look at there's any books that I might be looking into to be able to read over the summer about phonological awareness, just to wrap my mind around it and really have a solid understanding so that when I go into the new school year, I can intentionally like plan and really focus on explicitly teaching those skills because I really want to develop my, my like tools in that area as an educator. So and that's my second area of focus over the summer. The 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 technology part, the first one with the Teacher with Tech Conference, I feel like those that stuff comes really easily to me. Like I can use different tech tools. I can learn different tech, tech tools like really fast, really easily. It just kind of like naturally comes to me. This phonological awareness one, I feel like it's going to take a little bit more work on my part to really develop those skills and that, um, that solid understanding of it. But I'm really excited about it. Um, and I think it's going to be a really great opportunity for me to grow as an educator. So I'm really excited to learn more about that. If you know of any great books for me to read about this, please let me know. Send me a message over on Instagram. I'm looking to, you know, either get a PD book or maybe you know that maybe there is a conference over the summer about this that I could go to or any great online courses, whatever it might be. If you have something that really helped you as an educator develop a solid understanding of phonological awareness, please let me know. I'd love, love, love to hear about it and um, look at it over the summer. So send any of your send any of your suggestions my way. Um, you can follow me on Instagram or on Facebook or I'm at Creative Kindergarten Blog on TBT on Instagram. I'll link it all below. I can't remember. Or you can use the contact me through my blog as well. That'll also be linked down below if you'd prefer. Um, but yeah, just reach out to me in any way if you have any of those resources. I'd really um, love to hear from you about that. And that's it. Those are my two really specific goals that I have for myself as far as professional development for this over the next couple months during the summer. I feel like um, those are some really good goals for me and where I am as um, an educator in the classroom. And I'm really looking forward to learning more about them and learning new tech tools. Of course, I'm always open to learning and going to different conferences. Like I, I love, I'm loving PD right now. I don't know what that is what has happened to me. I've said that in my other podcast about this topic as well. I don't know what's happened over the past couple of years with professional development, but I get really excited when I find really good PD, whether it be a book, whether it be a conference, whether it be a webinar, whatever it might be, I get really excited when I find some really good ones because I don't know, it just like um, sparks some, you know, excitement and like, I love learning. And this is just another avenue for me to be able to learn a lot more 
about different topics and make me better as an educator to be more responsive to the needs of the students in my classroom. So I am really looking forward to these two. I would love to hear if you have any suggestions for professional development, if you have any suggestions for books for kindergarten educators, I'd also love to hear your own professional development goals. Um, whether you're just starting to think about it, whether you haven't thought about it at all because you are like me a month away from the end of the school year, or, um, you know, you're of our, some, I know some people in the States, I think they've already started their summer vacation and I'm super jealous because, um, I would love to be able to sit outside all day in the sun right now, but, um, we still have another month, but, um, unless you're already on your summer vacation, do you have any professional development goals for yourself over the next few weeks? Please let me know again, follow me on Instagram, leave me a comment or a message on there. I, uh, post on Thursdays thursdays about that week's uh podcast episode so if you have if you want to share on there or you can send me a private message that's okay as well i'd love to hear from you um i'm always looking for new ideas new resources maybe you have a pd goal that um sounds amazing and i kind of want to take from you that could also be um something that happens as well because i'm always open to you know you don't know what you don't know yet does that make sense? You don't know what you don't know yet. So if maybe you have a PD goal and I look at it and I say, oh my goodness, this is also something I need to learn more about. So please share um, your own professional development goals, share different things that you're learning about. I'd love to hear about it. And again, I just want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really appreciate every single one of my listeners that listen to this. Every time I see that there's like people from around the world that listen to this like show where I just talk to myself in my office. Um, it, it just blows my mind. So I really want to thank you, especially if you stuck out the 20 minutes or, or whatever of listening to me today. And um, I hope you have a great rest of your day and that, um, you know, you have some sunny weather that you can uh, look out your window at. And I really appreciate you coming on this journey of this podcast with me. And I will talk to you all again next time. Bye. Thank <music> you.